1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, brought to you by USA Wealth Group, a company that I wholeheartedly endorse and fresh back from Tarpon Springs, Florida. Here is the suntanned, handsome Ray. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. And we're really excited uh, today because we're going to be talking about veterans and veterans' benefits. Oh, yeah. And Veterans yeah. Day. Of course. And a few other little interesting things to share with you along the way. I'd like to say good morning to Attorney Tenny Lance from Lance Law, Inc. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone. And I'd like to say good morning to Peter Lance from Lance Family Agency. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How was Florida while I stayed back in the cold wind rain? <laughs> we had a nice time. It was, it was a bit <laughs> too warm, actually. It was 85 and 87 degrees. Oh, there are hands coming through the radio to smack you. <laughs> Not a smidgen of rain. It was wonderful. Blue skies, huh? <laughs> but, but I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we did something that was really fun down there. We visited Tarpon Springs on the West Coast, which is the sponge capital of the world. Eat. And it's also known for a very high concentration of population is of Greek heritage. Oh, yeah. So I thought it was especially appropriate, Phil, that we would bring you back this Tarpon Springs magazine, which is yours to keep. Thank you. And to bring home to Celeste. We also have something called uh, Boomer's Magazine, Try Greek Home Cooking. So that's for you also. From Boomer himself. (laughs) <laughs> Boomer is a, a, a descendant of uh, Aristotle, so... I, well, we knew that. <laughs> Everyone is a you know? descendant of Aristotle. Everything Greek. Oh, oh. My, well, fat, my big fat Greek wedding, right? <laughs> we met the whole family down there because, you see, we went out on a little boat ride, and they said, well, if you buy the boat ticket here, you also get a coupon for 10% for the restaurant that's next door. Then there's a gift shop behind, which is run by another family member. Now that's good marketing. You get a 20% discount. (laughs) And it only cost us $3 to park in their parking lot. (laughs) And it's just like those infomercials, but wait, there's more. Yes, exactly, a family affair. But he kept telling us, he says, but my other family member is down here at this particular shop, so you have to go there. So we figured that everybody in town was related to everybody in town. And um, Tenny and I struggled. We thought, what could we bring back for Phil that would be really helpful? Oh. So we brought him back a genuine sponge. Yes. It's not, it's not a Greek sponge. It's not a Greek sponge, but it was picked by Greek divers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. It is beautiful. So we thought this would be appropriate so that you could finally clean up your act. <laughs> <laughs> Wash my mouth out. <laughs> so That is very considerate and thoughtful of you. That's for you, Phil. But we Thank learned out s- something very interesting about um, Greek sponges. What's that? Well, first of all, the lowest life animal on the planet is a one-celled animal called an amoeba. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The sponge is the second lowest form of animal life. Really? Yes. 
We were discussing that on the way over here. I said, I thought number one would have been Congress. (laughs) It was close. Maybe the sponge could have been number two. I'll tell you why the sponge could be number two, because we learned something very interesting about sponges. Mm -hmm. It is an animal. It's not a plant. People think it's a plant, but it's actually an animal. I didn't know that. Yes. I thought it was uh, part of the coral family, too. Yeah. But it has a very important Greek heritage because it's hermaphroditic. Oh, from hermit. From the good-looking woman there, right? No, hermaphroditic means that it has both male and female uh, organs or cells. Reproductive organs. So it doesn't need an outside force to reproduce. It's a he-she. It's a he-she. son of Hermes (laughs) and Aphrodite. Yeah, Aphrodite. Uh, That's right. (laughs) And any hermaphrodites they thought were monsters and they threw into the sea. So it's hermaphroditic, and we also thought that it would be a good... Uh, specimen to have in this political season, wouldn't it? Because it soaks up a lot of water. It soaks. Uh huh. It doesn't need an outside force to reproduce itself. And it only has two cells in its brain. It only has two cells in its brain. Exactly. So when you use this sponge. Think of all these wonderful thoughts. Oh, Teddy Ray, this is really beautiful. And, folks, I wish you could see the beautiful uh, golden color of this sponge. And these are very expensive, by the way. So thank you so much. That was very thoughtful. Well, enjoy it. I'm going to have to make you some avrolemono soup. Oh, it is such good soup. Have yeah. you been to Tarpon Springs? I have. It's such a lovely place. Well, we love Tarpon Springs, yeah, absolutely. It's really a cute downtown. Yeah. Did you tell them that your name was shortened from Lanzopoulos? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did say that we did a radio show oh, did with you? Mr. Paleologus. <laughs> and that got us another discount. Oh, my God. Oh, you know. And they were directed to another store. <laughs> We have a Greek taxi here. We have Greek tourist guide there. Uh, it was was it was really quite funny. Oh, that is that's fun. Oh my gosh! But um, very anyway, enjoy it. Thank you so much. I love it. So let's come to our topic today, which is Veterans Day and veterans benefits, oh, yeah. and we want to talk about why November. Excuse me, November eleventh is such an important day. It's a day that we need to remember. Our veterans. Peter, do you have any idea how many people in this country might serve in the military? Uh, I sure do, but only because I just looked it up. Uh, It was a question that you posed, and 1.4, well, this is about a year-old statistic, but it's uh, probably fairly close to this. Uh, As of January 31st, 2015, uh, 1.4 million people were serving in the U.S. Armed Forces. And that uh, basically accounts for about 0.4% of the American population uh, currently active in the U.S. Armed Forces. Hmm. That's really quite interesting. I had heard a statistic once that it was maybe like 1%, but it's actually less than 1% of our population serves in the military. Currently serving. If you're currently talking serving. about uh, current veterans in the United States, then you're looking at uh, more of about 7.3% of all Americans alive right now uh, either – uh, served or or did serve in the U.S. military. You know, one of my uh, favorite presidents was Ronald Reagan, um, great man, I think, and he said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Ronald Reagan, 
And I think that's an important thing to remember about Veterans Day. Uh, a very small percentage of the population actually serves, and yet these are the folks who defend our country, protect our rights, protect our Constitution. So we should always uh, look up to our veterans, and we should always take care of our veterans. Absolutely. And Reagan was uh, a huge supporter of uh, the veterans and anyone serving in the military. He was, uh, in my opinion, a great president. I grew up with a, a dad who was 20 years in the Marine Corps, and he fought in World War II, and he fought in Korea. Uh, he was actually wounded in Korea. And he was in the assault waves in the Marshall Islands. He was in the assault waves in the in Guam and the Marianas Islands. And he was also in assault waves on Okinawa on the uh, Ryukyu uh, Islands. I'm not sh- quite sure how to pronounce that. But he never talked about it. I used to ask him, where did you actually serve? And he never talked about it. He said, well, I didn't really remember. He said, you know, we would be in the amphibious landing crafts. We would assault the beaches. We would be there for a few months. We would fight. Um, we would take over the island. Then we would rest for a week or two. They would put us back on boats and ship us off to another island. So he made at least three major amphibious assaults during World War II, uh, which is pretty amazing, I've always thought. But like many, many veterans, uh, they don't like to talk about it, especially the people from World War II and Korea. And even the Vietnam vets, I find, uh, don't talk a lot about their military service. And I suppose in some ways it brings up harmful memories and tough memories. Um, In other ways, they're all pretty humble about it. So support your veterans, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very important thing to do. And uh, remember on Veterans Day, if you go to a parade, and hopefully many of you will have a chance to do that, make sure when the main flags come by at the front of the parade that you show your respect by taking off your hats, uh, by standing at attention, by putting your hand over your heart. Uh, This is our flag that's marching by, and we may not always care much for our government, but we can always be a patriot and support our country. Very well said. That's the most important thing. We will, I will be broadcasting live from the museum, the Veterans Military Museum on Friday. Okay. As a way of showing honor. At Fort Tabor? The one at Fort Tabor? Yes. Yeah. One at Fort Tabor from 6 in the morning until 10. It's a wonderful place. Oh, that's very exciting. And that will be on the 11th then? Yes. Uh Okay. On the Friday. And we're embracing our heroes. All of our heroes. Good. Uh, maybe some of the veterans will have a chance to go by and say yes. a few words and maybe even talk a little bit about their own military service. Would there be a chance for them to do that, Phil? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And hopefully well, more people will visit that museum. It's really well done, and they have a lot of really dedicated people working for them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, just as a reminder, Veterans Day is always November 11th. Uh, this year it happens to fall on Friday. Uh, Friday, November 11th. So, Phil, I'm glad to know that you're going to be broadcasting live from the Military Museum. A lot of people don't really understand um, the significance of uh, Veterans Day in you know, worldwide uh, culture. Also, uh, it's actually called Armistice Day uh, initially, and we are now calling it Veterans Day here in the United States. However, um, I don't know many other countries that celebrate uh, a holiday all at the same time, but there are... Um, a lot of countries that observe 
Armistice Day or Veterans Day or Remembrance Day around the world on November 11th every year. Belgium, France, New Zealand, Serbia, uh, the UK, of course. And uh, it, it basically marked the end of World War I uh, with, between the Allies and the Germans. And it uh, took place at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918. And the first time it was actually celebrated and uh, became a holiday around the world, really, uh, was uh, in London on uh, 1919. Right. And it began, as Peter said, as Armistice Day. I think it's important and well worth repeating every year when we talk about Veterans Day. Uh, We have a a history in our own family of having... uh, People serve in the Marine Corps, so we like to celebrate Veterans Day as well. In 1954, not that long ago, President Eisenhower changed the official name of the holiday from Armistice Day to Veterans Day. So it hasn't been that long that we have called it Veterans Day. Um, Canada calls it Remembrance Day, also on November 11th, and Britain has Remembrance Sunday. Yeah, and there's other countries um, that were part of the Allies that celebrated as well. So it is a very important holiday. And, uh, again, sort of to reiterate what you just said, Dad, regardless of what your political beliefs are or what's going on uh, in the country, uh, you should certainly respect and appreciate your veterans and, and do your part to thank them and honor them. Right. And this is a non-political show. And, of course, um, you know, this has been a contentious uh, political season But we're not talking about anything to do with politics today. We only want to talk about saluting all veterans. If you're a veteran listening, um, we have some uh, good information we'd be happy to share with you. If you happen to be um, a surviving spouse of a veteran, you have a a lot of very important rights that are available to you that you need to know about. We're going to talk about some of those. And by the way, Pete, um, and ladies and gentlemen, in uh, Europe, throughout Europe, uh, in Britain, in Canada, and in all the Commonwealth countries, um, it's generally uh, a standard practice that on November 11th at 11 o'clock in the morning, every single day, everybody stops what they're doing and has a two minutes of silence to remember the veterans. We don't do that in this country, and it would be a nice tradition if we could do that, I think. It would. So we have a lot of veterans in this country. Hopefully some of you might be listening today. Um, I would like to uh, come back to Tenny for a a minute and mention that uh, Tenny has been designated as a certified veteran specialist since 2009. Uh, It's actually an accredited attorney for the preparation, presentation, and prosecution of claims for veterans' benefits uh, with the Department of Veterans Affairs. That's an important distinction. And by the way, she's not entitled to charge any money for that service. So if you have questions, we're happy to refer you and help you with some uh, good, useful information. Tenny, uh, you've uh, probably represented a lot of veterans in your practice, haven't you? Yes. One of the questions on our client intake form is whether or not you have served in the military because that can entitle you in later life or even now if you were injured in some way in the military service to some compensation from the VA. Now, does do veterans' benefits at all go back to the Civil War? Do you have any idea? I don't know the answer to that question, but... Um, 
I know there's something called aid and attendance. Um, can you describe what that benefit is? Well, the aid and attendance program is very literally uh, interpreted. It gives aid and attendance to those who have some uh, uncompensated medical expenses. So uh, it's a form of pension that people who are veterans or their spouses are entitled to if they meet certain criteria. Well, the reason I asked the question about the Civil War, and there, uh, there probably wasn't a traditional uh, veterans department back then, but Abraham Lincoln said, uh, and I'm not sure if it was in connection with benefits in general, to care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan. So there's been recognition, at least certainly going back to the time of the Civil War, of um, uh, the need to take care of our veterans Without getting up on a soapbox too much, it really is a shame that the veterans' benefits really are not easier to come by and faster to come by for the veterans in need, and I think many people are aware of that. I saw something the other day. It was, uh, I wish that veterans' benefits were as easy to get as uh, welfare benefits. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's a sad, sad thing, but it's true. Well, it's complicated, and there are complicated – it's a complicated program. There are complicated benefits, but um, – I'd like to tell a quick story about my own brother. My brother served in the United States Army. He was in Vietnam. He was an MP, military police. He was in Saigon. Mostly he was in a kiosk, uh, and he had some unpleasant incidents while he was there. The kids thought it was funny to throw things inside the kiosk from behind and watch him go diving out the side, you know, thinking it was a grenade being thrown. And... um, He also had an incident when he was in a Jeep riding, and somebody actually did toss a grenade into the Jeep, a live grenade. Uh, I think he was in the back seat. Somebody else was beside him, and the driver, and there was an officer in the front. And they yelled grenade, and everybody dove out, but the officer didn't make it. He got killed by the grenade. So he had a lot of difficult up-close and personal things happen and that's the only two incidents I know about because like many of the others he doesn't talk about it he was about 19 when he was in Vietnam the interesting thing is he sent back these little sort of cassette reel-to-reel tapes and we would listen to them at home the whole family would gather around and later I had them converted onto um, CDs and I thought that would be nice And he was very quiet when I presented this to him one Christmas, and I gave one to his children and so forth. And then later he asked me privately if he could have them all back because the memories were just too painful and he didn't want that information shared. So obviously we did that. Um, But just recently, talking about veterans' benefits, I mean, there's a lot of stubborn people out there. If you served in... Vietnam, for example, you are almost certainly exposed to Agent Orange. And I asked my brother just fairly recently, I said, have you ever looked into any veterans' benefits? The reason I asked him is he just got hearing aids. Um, And he paid for them privately, and they're not cheap. And I said, why didn't you go through the VA to get your hearing aids? I said, were you exposed, exposed to loud sounds in Vietnam? He says, oh, sure. He says, we had a firefight one day, and 
Uh, I went through about 1,500 rounds at one time. Uh, there was no ear protection when you're out there in combat, and that's so he had ear damage. So he just went out and paid privately for his own hearing aids. I said, why didn't you do it through the VA? They would have paid for your hearing aids. He said, oh, I just you know, have never bothered with that stuff. I said, what about Agent Orange were you exposed to? Agent Orange, he says, oh, sure. He says, you know, they tried to defoliate the jungle that was around us, and you could see these great big clouds of orange would come, you know, right over you. And at the time, nobody thought too much about it. So I said to him, I said, look, I'm going to get you the name of your local veteran's agent, and I would like you to go down and make an appointment and see if you're entitled to any benefits. You might be you know, 10% disabled because of your hearing loss, for example. And he said, well, he says, I just probably wouldn't bother. I said, well, what about your wife? Um, you know, he's a little younger than I am. And I said, what happens if, you know, a few years from now you develop cancer, which could be attributable to Agent Orange? I said, there might be benefits for your wife if something should happen to you. So anyways, I'm still trying to push him to get him to go do that. And one important thing to mention with regards to that is that there is a veterans agent, you know, specialist in every single city and town um, in Massachusetts. And if you're unsure of whether you would qualify for veterans benefits, you should really seek out your own veterans specialist. Uh, they're wonderful people. All the ones that I know locally, uh, Brad Fish in Westport and a bunch of others that I know locally, they truly love to help people. That's what they do. Most of them are veterans themselves, so they understand, and that's what they're there for. Yep, Jim Cochran in Fairhaven. Uh, we've had um, a lot of veterans on the show in the past. Um, and by the way, Pete, um, Veterans Day is November 11th. What's happening on November 10th? The Marine Corps birthday, 241st, I believe. Hoorah. So as we celebrate November 11th, Veterans Day, every year, the birthday of the United States Marine Corps is November 10th every year. What do we do on November 10th every year, Pete? Have a party. Oh, well, that goes without saying. <laughs> Have a beer. <laughs> Remember Tun Tavern. <laughs> Have a toast to Tun Tavern. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you always uh, text me or call me or first thing I see you, happy birthday. And we do. It's It's not a joke. It sounds silly, but... Marines tell other Marines happy birthday, either in text or in person. Or Yep. Usually it's happy birthday, Marine. I think you need to explain Tun Tavern. Tun Tavern was where a bunch of uh, what would become Marines got together, and they were having drinks, and they said, let's start our own fighting force. <laughs> That's the birth of the Marine Corps, essentially. Well, it didn't happen quite that way. I mean, the history is a little bit... Uh... And Tun Tavern is gone, unfortunately. It was in Philadelphia... The original Tun Tavern is gone, but they do have a replica there that you can go and pretend that you're in Tun Tavern at least, and it is called Tun Tavern. Well, that's where it was created, but actually President Jefferson first authorized um, a company of Marines to be created. The President's Own. To help, yes, it is the President's Own, to help uh, defend the Navy ships uh, because they were being assaulted and boarded and burned and... Navy people were being captured uh, in the Mediterranean Sea. Um, and um, there's some really interesting books recently that have been written about that. I think it's called Thomas Jefferson and the Barbary Pirates. Um, great book, by the way. It's a short read and really interesting history. 
and it worked. Once they put the Marines on board, uh, and they didn't have that many. Um, there's one scene in the book where they actually captured like 1,500 troops with a, a very small company of only six or eight Marines, and they took them all as prisoners. But that was actually the origin of the Marine Corps. So, and the yes. Marines are known as leathernecks because back in those days they had very high, stiff leather collars to go all the way around their necks to protect themselves from swords. Mm. Do you know why Marines are also called devil dogs and who named them? Uh, the Germans named them right. devil dogs because World War I. in World War I um, the Germans had all these – uh, barbed wire, you know, set up ac- across the fields, and the and the Marines kept coming and coming and coming, and they said uh, they're called they called them devil dogs. I forgot the German name for it, but that's where devil dogs came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, anyway, on Marine Corps birthday, we always say happy birthday and happy birthday, Marine, to another fellow Marine, don't we? Absolutely, it's part and, of our proud tradition. And remember, speaking of uh, Marines in World War One, that your great grandfather served there, Peter. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the history, and we're going to talk about a special educational event, Tenny, that you have coming up on uh, November 15th and November 17th and November 19th. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We've got more to tell you about veterans' benefits. We'll be right back. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, My lovely wife is here giving some editorial comments in between. So we'll try to edit that out. Trüffelsund. That's the German word for devil dog. What is it? Trüffelsund. Trüffelsund. Okay. Trüffelsund. Welcome back. We're here to talk about Veterans Day and veterans' benefits, and let's get into some specifics. We're here with uh, Peter Lance and myself, Ray Lance, and we're brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. This is our show called Money Wise on 1420 WBSM, and thank you for joining us on Sunday morning. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Veterans Day. We're going to talk about some of the the events coming up, and um, we're going to talk recap. about some of the veterans in our own family, Peter. But first of all, Tenny, I know you'd like to invite people to come to a special complimentary educational event. What are the topics I would like to invite everyone who would be uh, able and, and interested in coming to come listen to estate and retirement planning, keep your money in the family and protecting your assets from nursing homes and Medicaid. Um, we do these complimentary seminars every once in a while, and people usually uh, enjoy them a great deal and I hope learn a lot from them. And so tell us the dates and locations again. They will be first started on Tuesday, November 15th, both in the afternoon and in the evening at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. Then on Thursday, November 17th at our office in Dartmouth on Fonts Corner Road. Uh, And then also on Saturday, November 19th at our office on Fonts Corner Road. So come and enjoy. It's It's a fun time. It's an interesting time. It's a learning time. And by the way, if you'd like a copy of the seminar invitation, which has all the details and describes the topics that will be covered, um, give us a call at 508-998-8858 or visit us at usawealthgroup.com. There's information there. 
And um, you can also call Tenny. What's your number, Tenny, they can call? The Lance Law number is 508-998-8800. And I know you're going to be talking about some things like uh, protecting your state and the differences between probate and not going through probate. I know one of the important things you talk about at the seminars also is um, how to use Medicaid to pay for nursing home expenses and not have to pay $12,000 a month out of your pocket. And who's eligible for Medicaid and who's not eligible for Medicaid. Uh, Nobody wants to lose their house. Nobody wants to lose their assets. This is really useful, important information. Part two of the presentation, by the way, um, I'm going to be speaking and some other folks about um, how to make money without risking principal, how to handle certain retirement account rollovers, some important tips on Social Security, and lots of good stuff. So give us a call, 508-998-8858, and we'll be happy to register you. It is complimentary, but you do have to register to attend. So let's come back and talk about Veterans Day. Um, Danny, what are some of the kinds of benefits that veterans or their spouses might be entitled to? Well, the particular program that many people are now talking about is something called Aid and Attendance. It is, um, the VA is very literal, and that's exactly what the program pays for, unreimbursed medical expenses for a veteran and or a spouse uh, when they are in need of that kind of assistance in order to either live at home or even live in assisted living. So it's a wonderful program. Um, It is something that the VA administers nationally and uh, can be obtained through an application process. It does have some uh, requirements about your income and asset level and so forth, but something not to be overlooked if you are interested in remaining in your house or going to assisted living and avoiding a nursing facility, um, the VA can be very helpful with that. And I suspect there are people listening who don't realize that they might be entitled to benefits right now. Well, that's true. Um, Aid in attendance has become more prominent in the last couple of years, but even so, most people who are veterans do not realize that they may qualify for this. It's up to, um, in the range of about $2,000 a month that can be provided to help pay for somebody to come into your house to give you some um, attendance in dressing or laundry or all those sorts of things. Now, here's an important question that I bet a lot of people don't know the answer to, but I bet you do. Do you have to have served in combat as a veteran in order to get benefits? No, you do not. Um, There are defined periods of war, so-called, declared by Congress. And if you served in the military for any of those times, you might be eligible for this program. My brother, for example, served in the Army during the Korean War, but he was uh, designated to the Pentagon for that whole time. But he was able, as you were talking about for your brother, to get veterans' benefits to pay for his hearing aids. Yeah, so there's some really important things. And if you are a widow, and, and let's say it's a woman who has survived and her husband might have served in the military service, 
not necessarily in combat, but just during one of those times of when the country was in combat. Um, widows should also check out benefits. Isn't that correct, Annie? Yes, absolutely. Why not? Um, there is there have been sacrifices by uh, wives and and mothers at home as much as the veterans themselves. So, yes, look into it. You know, Peter, you and I are are proud of our own individual service in the Marines. Um, I'd just like to remind folks again that my uh, grandfather also served in the Marine Corps. He was in World War One, and he fought uh, in France in the trenches uh, against the Germans, and then. My father, as I mentioned, fought in both World War II and Korea. You and I never had to serve in combat, and, you know, it's partly because of the service of those who came before us. Absolutely. You just uh, missed Vietnam, and I just missed, uh, well, my company actually didn't go over to Iraq or Afghanistan. They went over to the Philippines. Um, I'm not sure exactly what their mission was over there because I was out at the time. Uh, but I understand that there were some uh, terrorist organizations that were training over in the Philippines, so it probably had something to do with that. Uh, but no, uh, bottom line is you and I are very lucky and um, would have gone if necessary, but it was a wonderful thing what everybody did before us, um, and especially back in World War One, World War Two, and Korea. Just right. amazing times. Well, every every veteran who has served has served and can be proud of their service. We don't want to make this show a show just about Marine Corps, but I have to give at least one Marine Corps quotation. This is I've used this before, but I love it. Eleanor Roosevelt, First Lady of the United States in 1945, said, The Marines I have seen around the world have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I have ever seen. <laughs> Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. And that probably <laughs> sums up the Marines better than anyone ever has. Yeah. I've always enjoyed that quotation. You were talking about uh, spousal benefits just before, and it just reminds me, and I do think about this often, uh, your mother, my nana, Hazel, uh, she received uh, spousal veterans benefits, and uh, she received you know, health care benefits because of that as well as I think it was once a month she would go over to the Navy base in uh, Newport and she'd come back home with a, a trunk load of uh, food and other products from the uh, Navy base over there. I have a client who's served in the Army. Yeah, he lives in the Cape. He's um, 85 years old right now. Um, we just talked with him recently. But he only found out by accident about four or five years ago that because he did serve in the Army and did serve during a time of military service and had some disability, he was entitled to benefits. And they gave him a very large retroactive check. And he's now getting something like $2,500 a month as a benefit, a pension benefit. So he was actually entitled to a pension. So don't assume that you're not entitled to benefits. You know, Get in touch with your local veterans agent if you have any questions at all. And I mentioned that at the first uh, part of the show – Veterans agents are in every single city and state, uh, city and uh, town in Massachusetts. Find yours; they will fight for you. Uh, they'll get you through the red tape of you know the the federal government and get you your veterans benefits that are due to you. These veterans agents are um, required by the Commonwealth, and they are in every, as Peter said, city and town hall. That's where you'll find them. So go look at your local town hall, and uh, they'd be happy to talk to you, I'm sure. 
Now, Tenny, I know in your uh, capacity uh, at Lance Law, Inc., you also have at least two very good publications that anyone can get a copy of if they just call you, right? Yes, we have um, publications that are put out by the American Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys, and there are some good publications that are put out by the Secretary of the Commonwealth. And so uh, if you would like any of these, please call our office at 508-998-8800. Let me mention that the one by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts uh, is put out by the Secretary of State. It's uh, updated September 22, 2015. It is still current. We double-checked before we uh, came on the show and prepared for the show to make sure this is the most recent version. It's a very good guide to veterans' benefits. It Um, also provides you on uh, page two of that booklet of the dates of combat to know whether or not you might be eligible for these kinds of benefits. I want to mention, um, you know, who is a veteran? You know, we always have thought traditionally of Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, but we also have Merchant Marines. And Merchant Marines were not recognized and accorded the status of veterans for a very long time, and yet they did a lot of the really difficult um worked during World War II especially because they had no armaments on their boats. They were sitting targets. And I learned something very very recently about the Merchant Marines that when they went over, they went over in a group of boats all at the same time carrying supplies and materials and sometimes troops. They had no armament to defend themselves. (laughs) They had a few escorts occasionally, but they were sitting targets for the German submarines and so if one boat was hit and went down, the other boats were not – the other ships, the other boats were not permitted to stop and try to recover them. They knew if they were hit, they were going down. It was over for them because if the other ships slowed down to stop, they would also become immediate targets. And they just had – the rest of the convoy had to keep going. Hmm. That's astounding to me when I heard that yeah, see, No, I didn't know that, that either. Um, there are so many stories of you know, heroics – by our men and women in our past um, military conflicts that just are not, you know, common knowledge nowadays. And it's really a shame. I think that more needs to be done to bring these stories to light and, uh, you know, make people aware of them and and realize how many brave men and women have served their country. Well, it took a long time for Merchant Marines to be recognized. It wasn't until, I think, like 15 or 20 years ago. One of those things, as you mentioned to me about a week ago, is to look up the four chaplains. And those are, um, you know, people who served for their religious purposes and never carried a rifle. Uh, but what they did is an ultimate act of courage and heroism. So uh, yeah, Google the- that, do, look that up on Wikipedia. And what I've found out is that since 2008, they've been trying to make a movie about these um, four chaplains, and it still hasn't come out yet. Or yeah, it's a, it's a yet. true story. It's, it's actually used... Uh, Popularly in Masonic tradition as well in the Masonic organizations, it was it was a merchant marine ship. It was it was going down. Um, the ship was being evacuated as much as they could evacuate it. And the four chaplains. Uh, there was a Jewish chaplain. There was a Catholic priest, or a Catholic priest chaplain, and uh, two Protestant chaplains, I believe. And they were the musicians, and they chose to stay and they played "Nearer My God to Thee" as the ship was going down. 
and they gave up their life vests to um, yes they did when that all too. the life vests were uh, were out they gave up their own life vest um, so it, that's an example of two things in the past week that I was unaware of the merchant marines and the four chaplains so I actually think that and I'm just thinking of this now that there should be a class taught in high school about you know the the forgotten stories of the the people who really have served this country honorably. Well, there should be probably more than a class. Um, I was doing some research for this show also um, about uh, universal service in this country. Uh, Representative uh, Chuck Wrangell out of New York has periodically put a bill into uh, Congress uh, looking for military service. And this is not about bringing back the draft. I don't think we need to have a draft in peacetime, certainly. But I do believe very strongly that Anybody coming out of high school should spend at least a year in military service or community service and serve their country and then go to college. Let them have college benefits. This is a way to help pay for college. Uh, Lots of good reasons to do that. I've been of that uh, mindset for over 20 years, and unfortunately I don't think it will ever happen, but I think that it would teach a lot of values and respect and and a lot of things that are missing in today's youth, unfortunately. I do want to come back and mention that um, there is a, a special series of educational seminars on estate and retirement planning. It's called Estate and Retirement Planning 101, and it also talks about keeping your money in the family and protecting your assets from nursing homes and Medicaid. If anybody would like a copy of this little flyer, call the office, 508 998 8800. And they'll mail one of these out to you right away. And these seminars, by the way, are on Tuesday, November 15th at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven, both afternoon and evening. Thursday, November 17th um, at your office, Tenney, at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And then again on Saturday, November 19th at 10 o'clock in the morning um, at the offices of Lance Law and USA Wealth Group. Uh, there is no charge, but it is requested that you register, and uh, we're happy to send you a little brochure if you'd like one. Uh, these were mailed out to quite a few people, but not to everybody listening, obviously. Give the office a call. Give my office a call at USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858, and we'll be happy to uh, send you a brochure and invite you to come. Just to clarify, this is a two-part uh, workshop And we will be talking at the beginning about estate planning, the kinds of documents that absolutely everyone should have in order to be properly prepared. And then uh, Ray will be providing some information about financial planning and financial um, safety and protecting your family's assets after that. So Veterans Day is a very special day in our country. It ought to be a time when everyone listening should take just a moment to remember, hopefully around 11 o'clock in the morning on Friday, November 11th, why we celebrate Veterans Day. Because we do it to honor our veterans and give thanks to the veterans who have helped serve this country and protect this country. And it's something we should all be proud of. And if you have somebody in your family that served in the military, um, you should be proud as well. We always say it doesn't matter what branch of the service uh, you served in. Uh, your service is valued, valued and valuable, and uh, you should be proud for having served in the service. 
or any branch that you served in. Do we have any information about the events that are occurring on that day yes. around this area? Thanks for the good reminder. On Friday, November 11th in New Bedford, uh, the parade starts at 11 o'clock in the morning, which is very appropriate for the time. It begins at Buttonwood Park at the corner of Rockdale and Union, uh, and I believe it goes down Union Street from there. Yes. And then there's usually a ceremony at the end at the library. So that's Friday the 11th at 11. Ought to be very easy to remember. In Fairhaven on uh, Friday, November 11th, uh, the parade begins an hour earlier, begins at 10 a.m., and it's on Main Street from the Oxford School south to the Fairhaven High School. So there's a great parade in Fairhaven. There's a great parade in New Bedford. Fairhaven is at 10 o'clock. New Bedford is at 11 o'clock. Take some time to attend. Wear your patriotic gear. Salute the flag when it goes by. Uh, these are people who helped protect the country that you live in. And what else would we like to say today, Pete? Uh, we could have another hour to talk about you know veterans and what they have done for all of us, but basically just a big thank you and to please appreciate it. Um, appreciate your veterans, honor them, do something nice for them, not just think about them, look out and, and thank a veteran some way or another. And if you are a veteran and you think that there may be some uh, ability to qualify for either compensation or a veteran's pension, go and visit your veteran's agent in your town hall or city hall. And do remember that we've got some really valuable, useful guides that doesn't cost anything to get. Just call the office, and uh, Tenny, your staff, will be happy to send out the American Academies. It's called Your Guide to Veterans, Disability, and Pension Benefits. And then we also have the state publication, which has got a ton of really good information in it. One other thing I'll mention is that the uh, Greater New Bedford Marine Corps League is marching in both the Fairhaven and New Bedford parades, and I know that uh, they will allow anyone to march with them who has served um, their country. Just put on a hat um, or a T-shirt with you know your uh, Army uh, logo or your Marine Corps logo. Uh, wear something, and you're free to march in the parade. You know, um, about three weeks ago, um, Tenny and I attended the funeral service for my uncle who was on this radio show before. We may play his show again in December, my uncle Harry Kimball. And he served in the Army in World War II. He fought in the Battle of the Bulge in Belgium. He received the Bronze Star. And I actually was the one who called to make arrangements for in the Army escort service they have. What a great, proud job they did. Uh, the number of people who attend, I guess, now is, de is based upon what your rank was. He was a sergeant, as, as I was also a sergeant. And um, so they had two gentlemen there, but they did a phenomenal job. They were so precise, so respectful. And I had forgotten about the ceremony of how the flag is presented because when the flag comes, it's already folded up in a triangular shape. And what they do is they very methodically step away from each other and they unfold the flag and they turn it around. And I believe there's a tradition of showing that there's nothing concealed inside the flag, such as a weapon, for example. And they touched the flag to the urn. I thought that was very important. 
And then they fold the flag back up again, so it ends up in a triangular shape once more, and then they present it to the family member who's receiving the flag, you know. And uh, and, and the presenter says, on behalf of a grateful nation. It's, it's really very moving. It's a very emotional service. And they did the same thing for my dad when my, when my dad passed away, and uh, they, they had a larger presentation at the time. Um, and we had about 17 Marines in dress blues um, who saluted and did a rifle salute and so forth. Um, but in any event, do something to honor your veteran or your neighbor who is a veteran. Or if you know somebody who served in the military service at all, take the time to simply say thank you for your service. That's all you need to do. And I know your patriotism and, and my own is very genuine. I get uh, choked up, I really do, when I think about what so many people have done for, for us and why we have the country that we have today and why we're all here. And it's it's really does it. It makes my chest fill with pride and emotion. So thank you for your service if you're listening and you're a veteran. Thank you to all the veterans. And remember, we would not have our country without your service. So thank you, and thank you for listening. Give us a call and come to one of our educational seminars. Give us a call at 508-998-8858 if you want more information or if you'd like to attend one of our seminars. And I want to end by just mentioning this to all veterans. Show up on the 9th of November. And at the Career Center, there will be a job waiting for you veterans. Excellent. Fantastic. Excellent. That's, that's really good news, Phil. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And remember to thank a vet. <laughs>